Welcome to Metaphysical Soul Speak. I'm your host, Elena Fox-Starks. Hey guys, I hope you're doing really well in this moment in time, and that whenever and wherever you happen to be, that you are doing very well. I was just looking outside. It's gorgeous, beautiful days, 71 degrees outside, and I can't be out in it. I can only try to energetically absorb the beautiful light from the sun reflecting through the air and off the mountains, bouncing off the clouds and the leaves of the trees. And I was looking at the mountain and I noticed that I've been here about two years, almost two years in this apartment. And there's these beautiful mountains next to me and they're got many different shades of green and blue green as far as the trees are concerned and some places have grass growing on them and I started to think but you know there's several patches that nothing grows on and as I'm always connected to God and when I wonder things God always puts his two cents worth in whether I'm consciously aware of it or not. And I think he does this for all of us. But when you're tuned into that, it's like a frequency on your radio. You know, you just dial yourself to accept and be a receiver for the voice of God. And I do that. And I said, you know, God, I find it a little sad as I look at these hills that so many spaces are blank. There's nothing that grows there and that makes me a little upset. And the reply I got was a little shocking and he said to me this, why would the blank spaces make you upset? Just as the trees crowd the mountainside, also your crowd, your, uh, your thoughts crowd your mind. And you should be grateful to look for the blank spaces, the blank canvas in your mind in which lies and exists the field of all possibilities. And you should be aware that that silence, that factor of silence that you seek sometimes, that's golden. So for in our spaces lie our togetherness. And what he meant by that was when you sit in silence and you are in a space in your mind in which there are no thoughts, just the energy and the feeling of being here now in this moment, 
that's when you completely accept or can, if you wish to accept the complete presence and love of God. And in that space and in that moment, in that time, you are a hundred percent perfect. That is the moment of perfection. And that is what we are looking for. That is the space that we need to touch the face of God. I was going to record this a couple hours from now and I thought I better get this recorded right now. (laughs) There's no better time than the present, especially when good thoughts come your way to record them, to write them down. Uh, Just be aware of that. I was reading today in a book from Dr. Bennett, Dr. Kelly Bennett. He was my psychologist that I went to see who put me through the brainwave optimization therapy. I highly recommend for anybody and everybody to do. If somebody hurts your feelings, your brain, um, and you feel very hurt by it and it stays with you, that causes, um, a bit of brain damage. Like that neuron in your brain will shut down and enough hurting in your life, even from when you were a baby, sometimes he believes even from past lives. And when you have that memory, it it can, it could cause a shutdown in your brain and it's literally brain damage. And this reverses it. Brainwave optimization therapy reverses it totally. And I, um, did do a show on this. So if you haven't listened, um, to that, I, I recommend you do. If you're interested in it, everybody in the world needs it in my opinion um doesn't mean you're crazy or anything wrong with you it just means that when you've accepted things into your mind as hurt and that hurt continues to hurt you mentally or emotionally it 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 affects you spiritually and you don't feel whole and this therapy can help so i'm gonna i'm gonna go look up this passage that I read to you or that I read to myself. I'm going to read it to you in a moment. So I'm going to pause this for a sec. All right. I had to go back several pages. I didn't realize how much I'd read in this book today to accept your core being as a whole facilitates healing processes as nothing else can to be willing to clear the filters and move in the direction of transformation ensures unity with us. Now this is God speaking directly through, uh, Dr. Bennett. He is a channel. He meditates and his wife will write it down or he'll record it as he hears it. And then they've made several books like this. This book is called karma transformed fast track your evolution by Dr. Kelly Randolph Bennett and Cheryl, Cheryl, Charlie Romney Brown MA. So, okay. So I'm going to keep, um, so the goal is unity with us. That's when I told you guys that I connect with God, how I did it. I just said, God, I'd like to be connected with you. And I never made a disconnection from that. And my life has changed in amazing ways since I started this. So years ago, I started this like seven years ago. 
Is this seven years? No. Oh my goodness, 13 years ago. <laughs> I did this in 2007. I did this before 2007, actually for about seven years on and off. I'd like connect with God for a couple hours here and there, and then I'd stop the connection because it was too much energy pouring through me. And in 2007, I just said, I'm going to go for the gold, baby. You know, and so I just connected and never disconnected. And every day I wake up and I say, thank you for being with me, God. My first thought is God. And thank you for allowing me another day. Hey, good morning. Love you. You know, that's it. My best relationship is with the divine creator. And, um, then now I'm, I'm actually developing at least telepathically a wonderful connection with my twin. And I, I hear him, I feel him every day. He tells me when he's ready to talk and it's been really incredible. So, but my first conversation is with God. Usually my second conversation is with my twin flame now. And I'm, and that's all telepathy, telepathy, telepathically speaking, (laughs) literally. Okay. So let's see. So the goal is unity with us. As a result, our healing of your energies is an ongoing process night and day. Since you have given us permission to advance your evolution. So you have to give God permission to advance your evolution. If you want to be a partner with the person who created you, the greater part of you that created yourself, basically. Um, It continues. We will expend continuous effort to bring about the healing abundance and creativity that you require, as well as the skill you require to manifest them. Try envisioning every human, attractive or not, as having this whole being as a core part of their physical existence. Notice what filters they employ that will distort their perspectives, as well as the clarity they have with which to see wholeness and truth. Having a whole being intrinsic to your human experience is a much stronger position to start with than without it. For those struggling with health issues, observe what filters they employ that distort their perspectives. Also note the clarity with which they view wholeness and truth. Having a being of whole transforming energy already present within, each person can focus on clearing their own distorting filters to support the clarity of their perspective. This core energy of wholeness can then become a practical daily experience within their life rather than merely an abstract idea. By ascribing to a wholeness perspective as your highest priority, our healing energy can change your state from damaged whole functioning to the state of complete whole functioning. The concept of irreversible damage to the physical system and the regret for the loss that ensues can be replaced with the true intent and belief that wholeness can be recovered in every way. Live in hope and joy in spite of the facts. Unifying with us brings a broader perspective and a new hope, which leads to changes in the very cells of your body. Your rate of change depends on the intensity of your intent. Success breeds new intent and signals progress in any alignment that you develop with us. Now, you can see why we said earlier that intent in life is so fundamental. 
Always be clear in your intent. Know what you intend. A confused intent is impotent. A confused intent is impotent. Means it doesn't work if you're uh, uh, confused. So always know what you intend. Be clear. For it to be powerful enough to transform lives, keep it aligned with our purposes in the best interests of everyone concerned. Remember back to a time when you felt overwhelmed and considered giving up, but you didn't. That decision carried you on to a new level of sustainability and unity with us. Such challenges can strengthen you. To give up weakens your development. Winston Churchill was right in saying, never give in, never. It is only at that giving in point that hope and the capacity for continuing are lost. So um, let me see if I wanted to see the rest of this. Um, Yeah, this will help. Do not let fearful thinking sabotage you. When you are weakened, old patterns of thinking will come to the fore. These old patterns are failure-ridden and they're not success-oriented. Refuse permission for them to continue existing. We can establish new patterns of hope, joy, and inspiration within you. Replace the old with the new that we provide. Let your body and your will to succeed direct your mind so it goes on and you can get this on Amazon um, I don't know if he sells it anywhere else but you could just do a Google search or Bing search for it it's uh, pretty intense I you know there was a part I don't know if I read it or not where he's he's talking about like there's the wholeness filter that you see there's the filter that you see your life, your physical body with. Right. And like for me, as an example, I see that my ankle is hurt and I have asthma. Those that's a filter, which cause it's a past experience, but I still continue it every day as I take my inhaler. It's like, Oh yeah, I've got asthma. Right. But if I could start to see my life as what God sees me as, as a pattern of a whole person physically, then that will start, those things will start to change and shift. And that's what I got out of that today. And later on, um, in this chapter, God is saying that sure, you you could actually regrow your whole, all your organs you need. You could regrow everything, anything. You just accept that wholeness pattern within you. What God looks at you with the lens of God is, is clean and clear. Our lenses, you know, we need to wipe those glasses down. (laughs) You know, we're not, we're not seeing through a clear lens usually when we look at our physical body. And when I was looking at the mountains earlier, I wasn't looking at it from a God perspective, but a human perspective. Oh, isn't it sad that there's many blank spots in the mountain. But when God said that to me, it blew my mind. God's perspective is always perfect. It's different than ours. And our goal is to create a clear perspective that will include God's perspective. And if we align ourselves with the perspective of wholeness in the world, wholeness in each other, wholeness in ourselves, 
And we realize that everything is perfect and in divine order in every given moment, in every given second. We just accept that perfection. Take that into our lives on every level, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, energetically, financially, any possible way that you can take perfection in. You have to do it. You have to do it. I mean, if you want to have things like peace, beauty, love, joy, happiness, modicums of success in all these areas. So there you go. That was my amazing spiritual guidance that was given to me that I am sharing with you. (laughs) So uh, I'm going to go to spaceweather.com. Now, they didn't report any new fireballs yet. So it just says 36 from yesterday. There's no significant corona holes. I mean, nothing nothing much has changed since yesterday's report. Um, 19 days without a sunspot facing the earth. And the solar wind picked up a little tiny bit since yesterday. We're at 397.3 kilometers per second right now. But there's no solar wind flowing our way. Um, That's it. There was something I was going to talk about here, though, that I saw that was interesting. I don't know if it was a near-Earth asteroids. No. Oh, and maybe they just, it was under the, maybe the daily hot flights. And by the way, if you want to see where your, um, if you're going to take an airplane somewhere, you're going to find out the radiation dose rate of these flights. So, um, it's interesting to know this. I mean, like Air Wisconsin has less radiation than Southwest Airlines, which has less radiation than Pegasus Aviation. So it's interesting to know this stuff. Um, In case you're interested, in case you take flights. Honestly, I think if I was going to take a flight and I had my way, I would probably be surrounding myself in a copper blanket to not take that radiation into my body at such a high level above sea level. Because our atmosphere protects us a tiny bit when it's working. I'm looking. There was something here that was super interesting. I guess when I refreshed the page, it left. It says, uh, this is interesting though. It says, why are the cosmic rays intensifying? The main reason is the sun. Solar storm clouds such as coronal mass ejections sweep aside cosmic rays when they pass by Earth. Now, during solar minimum, CMEs are abundant. I mean, I'm sorry, during solar maximum, CMEs or coronal mass ejections are abundant and cosmic rays are then held at bay. But however, the solar cycle is swinging towards solar minimum, allowing cosmic rays to return. And another reason could be the weakening of Earth's magnetic field, field which helps us helps protect us from the deep space radiation. See, we're getting radiated from deep space 
right now. And it's, uh, let me see where that level's at. I didn't read that one yet. Um, uh, yeah, we, it's since yesterday, 48 hour change, 0.5% above yesterday. We are at very high radiation levels. Again, the neutron counts come coming out of, uh, Olu, Finland. They're reporting that we're at very high levels. 10.4% of the space age average right now. You know, so that's um, a lot. We have a lot of uh, cosmic radiation coming in. There's this copper blanket. That I, I mean, maybe I could... I should open up a store on my on my website and just have a list of all the cool things I find. I should... Maybe I'll have to do that some someday soon. All right. Um... I have a misspelling on my website that's been there for like a year. I haven't fixed it yet. Wayne pointed it out to me, my buddy Wayne from Arkansas. I knew him from Paradise, California. And he pointed that out like a year ago, and I still haven't changed it. All right. Um, all right. When I go to disclosurenews.it, uh, the biggest number is 56. There's a little bit of a um, white out but not so much. And there's a lot of background, um, what looks like radiation. It's turquoise. There's some hot lime green, a little bit of red, but a lot of that turquoise energy. And they don't even really count that. I don't know why, but it's there. They show it. So from the 138 of yesterday, we're down to 56 Hertz frequency today. Now, yesterday we were unable to see what was happening with the Schumann resonance of it just like was stopped at the 22nd and then there was no report for the 23rd. Now I'm looking at the report from the 23rd and I'm going to tell you it's, it's weird. There's four cities that since the 21st have remained at zero And those four cities, even today, as well as yesterday, those four places are California, Hofuf, Saudi Arabia, Northland, New Zealand, and Hulului, South Africa, have remained at zero since the 21st. Actually, between the 20th and 21st of April. Now, yesterday at midnight, the um, Lithuania was at 77 hertz frequency at midnight. And they went down to zero also at 1800 hours yesterday, six o'clock in the evening, they also went down to zero and they are at zero today. I don't know what's going on, but this is kind of freaking me out a little bit. Now, um, at midnight yesterday, Alberta, Canada was at 163 Hertz frequency and they peaked at a level of, let's see here. I want to say it was a hundred. Yeah. 195 at 12 o'clock. So basically at noon yesterday, Alberta, Canada was at 195 Hertz frequency. So keep those in mind as we go to today. So at midnight today, so we're talking about 15 hours ago, 15 and a half hours ago. Um, at midnight, every place on earth was at zero Hertz frequency on the Schumann resonance scale, except 
for Alberta, Canada, and they started off at 164 hertz frequency at midnight, and by 4 a.m., they were down to 146 hertz frequency. And that's it. I don't know what's going on with the Schumann resonance, but it's really, really strange. Really, really strange today. Anyway, we're going to go over and discuss lesson 282 in A Course in Miracles. And lesson 282 can be read at acim.org. Or you can go ahead and get the app, any of the apps. In fact, there's several in your Play Store, whether you use an iPhone or you use a Android, an Android phone. Um, they're free. And, and while I'm reading you these lessons, you have to understand that this is just from the workbook alone. This is not from the actual uh, teacher's manual which is you're going to become a teacher when you read this. <laughs> you don't have to teach it. There's no pressure. Don't worry. You can if you want, if you take this and go through it. But um, there's a whole book that comes with this plus a teacher's manual. There's a book, a teacher's manual, and the workbook lessons. All I'm reading to you guys are the lessons. So there's much more to A Course in Miracles than what you're getting from me. So I wanted to encourage you to either go and get the physical books or you could look at them online. You could get them for free online. The lessons are free. And if you just want to stick with me and do the lessons here with, with me and that's it, that's okay too. Cause you're still going to get something out of it. You will have miracles happen in your life. So lesson 282 today is this, this is a good one. <laughs> I will not be afraid of love today. I will not be afraid of love today. If I could realize but this today, salvation would be reached for all the world. This, the decision need not be insane. And to accept myself as God himself, my father and my source created me. This, the determination not to be asleep in dreams of death, while truth remains forever in the joy of love. And this, the choice to recognize the self whom God created as the son he loves and who remains my one identity. Father, your name is love and so is mine. Such is the truth and can be the truth and can the truth be changed by merely giving it another name. The name of fear is simply a mistake. Let me not be afraid of truth today. I will not be afraid of love today. Again, that's lesson 282. ACIM.org is where you find that. So Selma Hayek on her Instagram feed today was talking about how it's so beautiful outside where she lives. I believe she's in California. And she said that and she said, but don't, don't go outside. 
please resist the temptation to go out in spite of the beauty that there is out there because you still need to protect yourself. And while I do agree with that, I don't think we ought to live inside in fear. You know, um, just don't be afraid of truth today. And the truth is you are whole, you are well, and everything is good. Trust in Allah, but do not tie up or don't forget to tie up your camel. Basically, Muhammad, praise and blessings be upon him, said that he was wise in all ways and he had a lot of fun, funny things to say and fun things to say, but also very wise. And so I want to bring that up because not only is it practical, <laughs> like seriously, I mean, okay, in today's modern world, lock your doors, you know, lock your car doors, lest you someone steal it. But you trust God, trust God to keep everything in your world fine, but stay inside in case you know, doesn't hurt to be wise and practical. We're not perfect yet. We know that that wholeness is us, but we still see through our own filters that are dirty. We have dirty lenses as we look upon the world. And the goal of my show is to help you cleanse your lenses. It's my personal goal for myself as well. And as I go on this journey, I take you guys with me. Or maybe you're carrying me along your journey. However it may be, I'm here to help you clear the air, clear your space, cleanse the lenses (laughs) so you can see yourself as perfect and whole as you truly are. So today is the first day of Ramadan. What that means for Muslims all over the world is that today is the first day of fasting. And I think that the, they have to see the full moon or the new moon, or I don't know, there's something special they have to look at in the sky. (laughs) And I think they saw it yesterday. They, they don't take anything for granted. And when the sign is in the sky, now it's like, boom, now it's time to start Ramadan and 30 days of fasting for Muslims that can do it and then after the sun goes down you pray and you thank God for sustaining your life because God sustains you in all things you're not allowed to drink water not allowed to chew gum no breath mints allowed you can rinse your mouth out with water if it's dry but you cannot swallow one drop otherwise you have to have a one whole extra day of fasting it's very strict but The point of it is to focus on God the whole day and to focus on becoming whole in your spirit and your body and to give your stomach a rest. Now, I generally don't eat but once a day anyway. It's just a habit I got from celebrating so many Ramadans in a row and I got to a point where eating once a day was okay with my body. And sometimes I eat three, four times a day if I'm you know, sometimes I get super hungry and that's, that's a, a one of those, um, uh, ascension symptoms that we've been having lately. It's like, you're either super voracious and you want to eat a lot, or you just don't feel like eating at all. I've had several days this week where I just didn't eat at all. Like I would eat something really tiny, but not really a full meal. 
and I felt fine. I felt every bit as fine as if I had it, if I had eaten. So like yesterday, my, my son had made these cookies for me and I ate those cookies. I ate about five or six of them. They're all whole wheat, not a lot of sugar. They were good actually, almost like a sweet bread. And then I had popcorn at night with, um, sesame seed oil. You guys, that is an excellent way to have popcorn. I did a little bit of, um, oh, Harisol, sunflower oil. I'm like, what is the name of that? The sunflower seed oil mixed with sesame seed oil and just a little bit of Himalayan sea salt and turmeric to make the popcorn yellow. So it makes it look like movie, movie, uh, theater popcorn, but it also takes out inflammation in the body. So that was my snack last night. It was really good. I had a little tiny bit of butter, so it wasn't vegan, but you can make it vegan. And I did with a little bit of butter and it just for the flavor of it, it was excellent. I was really grateful for that, but I didn't eat a whole lot yesterday. And I just, I feel great today. I woke up feeling good. I'm in pain. I am achy and painful. My bed is terrible. I need to, I need to move and have a, a comfortable bed. <laughs> My bed is as comfortable as putting a thick blanket over cement. <laughs> that is how comfortable it is. It's, it's not comfortable at all. <laughs> I bought a very special pillow that sometimes I lay on top of. It's a memory foam pillow. <clears throat> sometimes I lay on top of that and I wake up in less pain. But some of our ascension symptoms before I go, I wanted to let mention, because I've read several different, there's several people who are putting out ascension symptoms and there's one person, I think they're just like listing random things because it's nothing I felt like they'll have like 20 things and not one of them is anything I am experiencing. So it's kind of weird when you look on Instagram for ascension symptoms, it's not always, it's not always what you, uh, read, right? So I don't want you to go reading and go, well, there's like 10 things here that I'm not even experiencing right now. I'm going to tell you guys what I'm experiencing that I'm directly experiencing. You may or may not relate to me. If you're listening to me, yeah, you're probably my hashtag soul family, hashtag soul tribe. So (laughs) we're probably vibing at the same rate. So it's kind of similar. I have noticed that there are some throat issues. Definitely, um, sore throat, swollen tonsils, swollen throat. Um, I'm not sick. It might just be allergies and my, in, on my part, but allergies, a lot of people have been reporting allergies as well as sinus issues. And that could be opening of the third of the, um, throat chakra and the third eye and the crown, or maybe your, your chakras are open and it's just a physical symptom that could be also. It's not always, I mean, just because you have a sore throat doesn't always mean that you're having a blockage, you know what I mean? So I want you guys to see yourself as whole. Don't always come, you know, compare yourself to others in the way that you're like, oh yeah, I guess I must have that blockage too. Don't accept somebody else's blockage for your own. Don't accept somebody else's shortcomings for yourself. Just accept them for the whole pure, perfect person they are. See them that way. See yourself that way. And that's how we're all going to heal faster from various things. So, um, random headaches, sharp shooting pains anywhere in your body, um, like in the center of your hand or 
in, in your foot or even in your toe or in your knee, just anywhere random. Like it feels almost like there's like a needle, like a giant needle going through you and all of a sudden it's gone. Like you're like, ow, oh, it's gone now. <laughs> and sharpshooting pains, I don't know what that is. Maybe your nervous system is recalibrating to a higher vibrational energy. Um, the speeding up and slowing down of time has been a really big one. Time anomalies. Uh, yesterday, like I said, I woke up and I got up and I was up for like what felt like 10 minutes, no more than 15 minutes tops and an hour and a half had gone by when I was doing my show a couple times, I would start at one time and, and end the show three or four hours later. And I'm shocked because the show's only two hours long. What the hell happened? How am I recording the show when it's two hours or less? And then before hours have gone by while I'm making it, it makes no sense. Um, I've experienced that a lot this week. I've experienced also the slowing down of time. I did the show in just under two hours yesterday and I believe it was around two hours or maybe even less that passed. So time itself passed differently than what I was experiencing when I was making the show. I don't know. It sounds weird, but the passage of time will speed up or slow down depending. And when you think, I wish I had more time, I think you'll get more. When you think I wish this day would be over quickly, then I think it will. What you wish time-wise manifests rapidly. For me right now, the sun is out. It's a beautiful, bright, sunny day. It's giving me joy and happiness. So I wish this day very long to last very, very long. I want to see the white puffy clouds for a long time today because I really love the energy of this. And, um, it reminds me of a line on Mad Men I was watching. This is the last week cause it's going to go off of Netflix. So I've been scrambling to see every episode. I've been binging it like crazy. I never watch this much TV, usually just a couple hours a day. So I'll, I'll spend hours on this show, making my show for you guys. And then I spend a couple hours, um, studying what I need to, to create. I'm trying to create some things outside of the show. I'll let you know as soon as it's done but I'm doing some other projects besides this. And so I'm, but then in the middle, I'm binge watching and the, the, um, the new grandma that the kids get when, when, um, Don Draper's ex-wife remarries and his, his mother. So her mother-in-law is watching the kids and she gets mad at Sally, his daughter. And she, and she says, if you don't do as I say, I'm going to make, I'm going to send you to your room without your supper. And then you can watch the sunset from your bedroom. And there's nothing sadder than that. <laughs> and I remember thinking, you know, that happened to me a couple times where I had to watch the sunset from my bedroom without dinner when I was a kid. Cause I got in trouble or whatever. And I barely ever got in trouble as a kid and it happened maybe two or three times. And I remember just crying myself to sleep as the sun was setting through my window and it, there is nothing, nothing sadder than that when you're a little kid. And, um, it's funny though. Now my, my son and I, every day when the sun goes down, we race to the windows to stare at it through my bedroom window. And it's not sad anymore. It's, it's actually, 
a satisfying, beautiful feeling of having completed another day on this beautiful planet. And we watch the clouds and the colors and it's just magical. It's just magical. Every second, the color of the sky is different in every moment. And I don't know if it's always been that way or if it's because we're in the fifth dimension or maybe it's just Ecuador. There's something beautiful in the sky here that's absolutely incredible. I don't know when I'm going to get to it, but um, somebody has asked me to be on his podcast discussing the clouds and cloud magic as well as cloud divination. So I might be doing that soon. And when I am a guest on this podcast, I'm going to let you know so you can listen to that interview as well. But... um, yeah, I don't know. The clouds are absolutely glorious today. And <sighs> yesterday there was a seven, a big, huge cloud shaped exactly like a seven. And on top of the seven was a man meditating. It was almost like a Buddha, like a skinny Tibetan Buddha, not a fat Chinese Buddha. <laughs> There's several versions of Buddha. <laughs> and in many ways, Buddha is a state of mind. And there was literally a man, a very skinny man, sitting on top of the seven meditating. And all I could think of was seventh heaven. Later, a few, you know, about 10 minutes later, there was another seven in the sky. And then later after that, a really tiny wispy seven. I got seven, seven, seven yesterday. I just thought I'd share that with you guys. I love the, um, the beautiful, beautiful sky here. My son saw a baby calf, like a little baby cow in the sky with his legs folded and tucked under him. That was what a cloud looked like. And he said it, I looked up and I saw it immediately. I'm like, oh my God, it's so amazing, right? It's just like a contented baby cow. There's nothing more sweet and peaceful than that. And um, that was something that was in the sky as well. So a lot of cool things. Just be aware of the signs and the sights around you. Take in the energy and the joy of the energy outside. It's just energy. You can feel it. It can come to you through the walls. Be safe. Be well. Be happy. And be patient because I'm going to come back in a few minutes. And when I come back, we're going to go over the Earth Changes Report and hopefully... We'll get to hear some weird world news. Hopefully there's some weird things that have happened in the world. When we, I might check out Metro, which is weird stuff that's going on in Great Britain. There's plenty, usually, <laughs> going on over there in the UK. But we'll, we'll look and see if there's anything else going on in the rest of the world right after this message. Cycle or walk your way to the 
too drastic? Spread the word, get vocal. Make it go global when buying food, stay local. Never mind the dishwasher, do it by hand. But I hate washing up. Ah, come on, it's grand. Just one small change in the little things we do. We'll show you how and now it's up to you. It's our future. family and our friends. We need to mend it before it ends. This is our home so don't destroy it. Everyone should do their bit. Ice caps melting, seas getting high. Homes will be flooded. Polar bears will die. The sun's getting hotter. The rain won't fall. I'm afraid we won't survive at all. Recycle the plastic. Please, it's great. You don't want that ending up in the sea. It's like people use this planet as a bin. Pick up your trash. That's where you begin. had an extremely long break and a really strange thing happened one of my favorite comedians actually contacted me and we had a conversation it was a pretty normal conversation but it was absolutely surreal Steve Martin contacted me and he asked him what he's been up to lately and he said he was just busy canceling the shows because uh, obviously he and Martin Short have been doing a tour together and I guess I commented on his banjo playing. He has two different Instagrams and the second one, maybe he lost a password for the first one, I don't know. Anyway, the second one, he put a video of himself playing banjo and it was really him. Very weird. It's so weird. Anyway, um, he, he kept asking if I was an actress. And I was back 
years ago, and I wouldn't mind getting back into Hollywood again. And he asked me if I'm ever coming back to California, and I said I might. I might go to L.A. again. I miss it. But I'd have to keep a foothold here, damn it, because I really love Ecuador. But that was a really strange conversation. Like, I mean, it was a normal conversation, but it's Steve Martin. You know, like, he's in my top five all-time favorite comedians, living or dead, right? So, God, of course, being the number one comedian of all time, because, oh my God, this world is so funny. (laughs) But, I mean, he's up there. I mean, Lily Tomlin, Steve Martin, those are two of my favorite people in the world. I love... Ellen and I don't know who's another comedian that I love. Um, now that I put myself on the spot, now I can't remember. There's a lot of people I have over the years enjoyed like their comedic stylings. Janine Garofalo, of course, and um, Seinfeld. Sometimes you know he he was hilarious, but he never got me belly laughing so much that I almost peed myself, right? Steve Martin was able to, you know, make me laugh so hard that I, you know. (laughs) And there are people, there are actors that are super, super funny that um, aren't technically comedians, like Johnny Depp, of course. I mean, he has done some really wild-ass shit in his movies that just, I mean, I couldn't stop laughing like for a long, long time about some of his things, just the looks on his face. Nicholas Cage is one of those too, with the looks on his face. He's not a comedian, but he's hilarious. Um, but I mean, I can't believe I just had a conversation with Steve Martin and somebody contacted me the other day. Oh yeah. Tyrese Gibson. He'd contacted me the other day and we were having a conversation and I asked him if he'd ever want to be on the show. And he, gave me the email for his booking agent. <laughs> so it must have been the real Tyrese. Um, <laughs> and someone pretending to be Keanu Reeves contacted me. I don't think it was really was Keanu. But I have people in common with Keanu Reeves, and I've got people in common with Tyrese. And um, Steve Martin, I don't know if I have anyone in common with him or not. I never did that six degree of separation with him. I've I've got to figure it out. I know he knows Lily Tomlin and Lily Tomlin grew up in Detroit and I've I've been to Detroit. That's not really a person though. (laughs) Anyway, I don't know. I just felt so self-conscious and unfunny when I was talking to him and I'm like, oh, if you could only see how funny I am, you know, we could have had a more like funny conversation or I don't know. But Steve Martin, my God, I can't believe it was him. We'll see. You know, we'll see. Yeah, I did a pendulum thing and it said it was him. But he had a lot of typos in his answers. But he's also 74. He's still sharp as a tack, but I don't know. That was just weird. I don't know. It's just weird. But I've noticed that since stars are having a hard time They're not really working. They're stuck at home. I've noticed that there's a lot of stars that are just doing really strange things. Bette Midler just put a picture of uh, Clorox bleach on her feed. And she said it would be funny if it wasn't so serious. And I'm like, 
what is going wrong with people's minds? <laughs> like they're not being loved and admired. Now, some people are doing stuff to entertain and, and love the world. Okay. Just to be fair, but there's some stars that I feel like maybe they're just kind of feeling so upset that they're not being their, their talents are not being utilized right now. You know what I mean? Um, and a lot of us, it's the same thing. I mean, I haven't changed my lifestyle any because except for not going outside, but I'm here. Um, you know, I'm here with you guys always doing my show from home. So I don't have an excuse to play hooky. <laughs> I mean, I am your entertainment. No, I'm just kidding. I'm maybe part of your entertainment, but it's been really interesting. I, I, you know, I follow several famous people and I just, I didn't realize that Banksy, I just discovered today that Banksy has an account that's verified on Instagram. So I've been following Banksy and I've been going through and liking a lot of his art. His art is incredible. I was in, um, the bathroom of a vegan restaurant in Berkeley and Banksy had done art in the bathroom and they didn't bother to paint over it, obviously, because it's Banksy. And it was like, oh my God. And I saw it throughout Oakland and in San Francisco, throughout the whole Bay Area. I saw Banksy art. It was really cool. It was just like, oh my God, <laughs> best street artist ever. But, um, yes, I started following him. I started following a few people and people were actually reaching out to me that I didn't realize would, you know, like Steve Martin is typically a very shy person and our conversation kind of reflected his shyness. He was just very sweet. And he was like, may God protect you, you know, with your family, this during this coronavirus pandemic, I hope you're safe. Please always stay safe, you know? And, um, he acted, he asked me if I was making it big down here in Ecuador <laughs> and that if I'm a writer, I'm in the acting system. So I think he's just trying to hint that he thinks I should be an actress. He told me I was pretty, called me pretty face, which is something that Steve Martin would say, but I didn't know if he meant it ironically. <laughs> you know, it sounds like he's just trying to be sweet, but I don't know. I'm just like blown away. If it really was him, you know, I, he, he doesn't have a verified account and I don't know why he didn't do that, but I'm going to ask him why he didn't verify his account next time we have a conversation. And it's weird because I have a feeling we will have a conversation again. So strange, right? Anyway, let's get into it, guys. Let's get into watchers.news. Let's see what's going on in the world. And once we understand what's going on in the world, we know how to pray for people that need it from us. Um, let's see here. Yeah. Oh, before I get into this, there is some news coming down from Ecuador. Thank you, God. May, no, March, April, May. Yeah, no, it's May. I'm like, the other one that begins with M? No, May. May 4th. May the 4th be with you. <laughs> May 4th. That is the day that we are allowed to back, go back outside and we won't be arrested for going out of our homes. 
I haven't seen too much of the military presence, but I did see the trucks go by. They're going to spray the whole city again with the antivirus spray. And I have seen some military trucks, but not as many as I was seeing before. And we did get 40 new cases of coronavirus in the past week. Actually, the past two days here. So we had like 242 cases only in Cuenca out of 420,000 people. That's not bad. That's not bad. It's kept at bay. It's peaked in Guayaquil, I guess over Guayas province, with all the people who've been dying there. A fireball exploded on, on yesterday <laughs> over Guayas province. So that's some strange Ecuadorian news. But, um, yeah, there you go. I mean... We are apparently our quarantine is going to be lifted, but they said you don't have to stay in your house, but you definitely have to socially distance yourself from others. Now, my son said, oh, we're not leaving the house. We're going to stay in two to three more months. I don't trust this. There's going to be a second wave. I'm like, look, on May 4th, I'm opening my damn window. I'm going to wear a bathing suit and I'm going to face the opposite way of the sun and I'm going to tan my back. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to feel the sun on my back again. And that's like the weirdest thing I could think of, but it's really what I want to do. I'm probably going to see if I can't head over to Banos and hang out in the mineral hot tubs that come from the water. It comes from underground volcanic. It's not really a volcano, but it's, it's thermal waters and they come up and it's filled with, it has kind of a sulfur smell. So it kind of smells like hell, but it's very healing to the skin and for arthritis and stuff. It's perfect. The water is perfect for your skin. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to maybe, maybe head over there and do that. So weird. That conversation with Steve Martin just really, it's kind of blown my mind still, but made me realize how much I, I, I miss California. He's like, and he writes smile yet. You don't want to live here. I'm like, I might, oh, damn it. I'm gonna have to live between the two places. I just feel it. I'm, I'll end up in LA again. I am an LA girl at heart, <laughs> even though there's a lot of other places I love, but smell a, I have to go back to smell a someday. All right. Japan, you guys, they had a deep 6.9 earthquake in the region called Ogasawara in Japan. That's in the Bonin Islands. And they're reporting that is a depth of 284 miles. So that's good. That's not going to have a lot of surface damage um, in the islands. So, but 6.9. Clear sky, satellite imagery of Anak Krakatoa volcano, after the April 10th eruption. So if you want to go see the satellite imagery that just came out last Saturday, residents and tourists are not even allowed to be there. It's still, um, having volcanic activity going on. Large earthquakes follow the double staircase mathematical pattern. What the hell? Uh, oh, by the way, I'm reading this news from watchers.news. Love this website. And I'm reading what happened since uh, I last read. So the oldest news first and the newest first. The newest news last. 
<laughs> okay. According to a new study published in the Bulletin of Seismological Society of America, the BSSA. <laughs> I've never heard of that. Bulletin of the Seismological Society of America. Okay. The occurrence of large, shallow earthquakes worldwide follows a mathematical pattern called this Devil's Staircase, wherein clusters of seismic events are separated by long but regular, irregular intervals of seismic quiet. Very weird. The result in this study is different from the pattern predicted by the classical models. So the devil staircase pattern, sometimes called a cantor function, is a cantor, does that mean like a singer in Latin? Okay. Is a fractal demonstrated by nonlinear dynamic systems. Oh my God, this is so boring. I can't even finish the sentence. I'm sorry. If you want to read this. Um... They're saying that the pattern is found in Australia, as well as Nevada, Oregon, Utah, portions of California, Idaho, and Wyoming. Okay, this is, oh, all right, now I'm looking, now I see what they mean by double staircase. They have pictures, I can relate to that, (laughs) and it literally looks like these weird jagged staircases going up the chart. This is so strange. They're called the double staircase. And yeah, all right. So, I don't know. Now they're talking about people killing people, and that's a devil staircase pattern. Oh, a serial killer from the Soviet Union. I think the person who wrote this was drunk. I am not going to read the rest of this because this is freaking me out a little bit. (laughs) I might read it later and try to understand it, but then again, I might ignore that I ever saw that article. Moving right along. Using infrasonic signals to detect and track tornadoes. Infrasonic. That's weird. What does that even mean? Okay, researchers from the University of Mississippi have started to use an array of 12 infrasound sensors positioned across a pasture north of Huntsville in an effort to improve tornado warning methods. Weird. Each each sensor includes a 12-volt marine battery, cabling, and a domed wind screen. It's weird. It, it, it looks like this guy has the picture of it. It's like a guy in a hoodie holding up an umbrella on its side and like he's locking it into the earth somehow. Very weird. I don't know. If you want to go check these these last two strange articles out, watchers.news, page two. If you hear this next week, this is it'll probably be page three by next week. All right. Um... All right, in Italy, explosive eruptions have occurred with strong ash emissions in Etna volcano, and the aviation color code has been briefly raised to red. So they had lava fountaining 
and strong ash emissions. And they had a rapid increase to high values of the volcanic tremor amplitudes. So basically looks like there's a lot of um, like earthquake, getting tongue tied again, earthquakes caused by this Etna volcano. Black plumes of smoke. I mean, I'm looking at this picture. It's incredible. Huge, huge plumes of just jet black smoke. Strong and shallow 6.1 earthquake hits near the east coast of Honshu, Japan. And this was 31 miles deep, so it's not as bad as what we've been seeing in other areas. But they, the USGS reported a 6.4 earthquake, and the JMA was reporting it to be a 6.1. And the USGS also reported it as a depth of 25.9 miles, so between 25 and 30 miles basically it's um it's still it's it's not it's not really uh terribly shallow but it's still considered shallow when i think when it's less than 50 miles deep it's considered shallow all right so lava flows on the southeastern flank of klyuchevskoy volcano in russia This is a moderate explosive eruption of the Strombolian and sometimes Volcanian types. And that's what they've been seeing over there in Russia. It is remained at a aviation color code of orange, but they did have a lava flow on the southeastern flank of that volcano. So beautiful, beautiful colors. If you wanted to see that picture, it's striking actually it's bright orange lava and um in this gray and black volcano it's like a satellite image pretty cool actually the viewing conditions were nearly perfect during the lyrid meteor showers i hope you guys were able to see it if not though you can probably find someone has put up a video of it on youtube so The thin crescent moon allowed observers to get a clear view of the event. There was no obstruction. And they said that this is a shower that came after a so-called meteor drought. Well, you guys know, because I'm telling you guys how many fireballs explode over the U.S. Actually, I found out today, I looked this up, and there's not that many cameras. It's not the entire U.S., they don't have as many stations as you think NASA would have. And it's mostly throughout the South, like, you know, Texas. And I think maybe there was one in Georgia, and then there's some up in Montana. But it's not as many as you'd think. The all-sky, we can't, we shouldn't call it the all-sky fireball network. We should call it the partial sky. You know, somewhat of a little bit of the sky fireball network. All right. There was a geomagnetic storm in progress uh, earlier in the week. They said it was a negative uh, polarity. Southern Crown Corona Hole extension had moved into a geoeffective position, which of course enhanced the solar wind environment. And there was a high speed stream that persisted through the 22nd. Now this is, or that they planned, I, they, they said it was going to persist through the 22nd. Basically, we're going to have Aurora Borealis in the beginning of the week, which we did. 
severe hailstorms have been striking China in the Pingtang County in the province of Guizhou, G-U-I-Z-H-O-U, China, on the 18th, which was last Saturday. It was reported on the 20th. It resulted in damage to properties and, of course, power outages, like all big storms. The largest hail that they had was 1.2 inches in diameter, um, otherwise known as 30 millimeters across. There were no casualties, thank God. So let's send some sunshine to China. Let's pray that China gets some sunshine soon. There was also severe flooding that hit the Congo. 36 fatalities and 18,500 homes were either damaged or destroyed. That's in the Democratic Republic of Congo. They had heavy rains from the 16th through the 17th, so basically last week. And they had severe flooding, so I hope they're doing okay now. 42 people were injured, 36 people did die, and 77,000 people have been displaced. So please send love and light to the Democratic Republic of Congo as well as sunshine is needed over there. Australia, they need our sunshine and our love as well. In Queensland, they had baseball-sized hail that left major damage. Major damage last Sunday. Uh, According to the Bureau of Meteorology, the bomb... (laughs) <laughs> B-O-M. Hailstones were up to four inches in diameter. And they had heavy-duty thunderstorms with winds coming at them at 62 miles per hour. That's 100 kilometers per hour through the Capricornia and Central Coast regions. And it hit Rockhampton rather hard as well as Yapoon. I like that. I want to say that again. Yapoon. <laughs> Never heard that before, but boy, I like it. Yapoon. Say it five times fast. I think it will calm you somehow. It just It's like you don't need an anti-anxiety drug. Just say Yapoon. I don't know why. It just sounds fun. But basically, they had tennis ball and baseball-sized hail. Some of them were even bigger than four inches in diameter. They had to call the Queensland Emergency Services. In fact, 80 people called for help for structural damage. So it looks like there was a lot of roof and skylight damage. There was a lot of flooding trees down and a lot of structural damage in Queensland, Australia. So I guess let's send them some love and light as well as, well, light in the form of sun. They need some sunshine over there. Kenya, again, needs sunshine as well. They've had flash floods and massive landslides. That's been just wreaking havoc over there in West Pokot, Kenya, in the counties of, well, West Pokot, and also LGO Marraquet. That's also a fun word, Marraquet. That sounds fun, right? Anyway, uh, 4,000 people were displaced, 24 are missing, 6 have been killed. So let's send some love and light and lots of sunshine to Western Kenya. In uh, Costa Rica, 
There was a strong hydrothermal explosion at the Rincon de la Vieja volcano, and it did spew ash into the air only 4,900 feet above sea level. Well, no, above the crater. So that's, um, let's see what that is. It looks like 11,200 feet above sea level, actually. So, all right, well, that's nothing to, uh, sneeze at for real. Hydrothermal explosion. So it just, it looks, it's the ash plume there is white. So it looked like a lot of steam was released. Probably a good thing. Now this one, I don't even know. There's, oh wow, okay. NASA has has been able to now map out the entire lunar surface. They have a dignified, unified, I'm sorry, digital unified global geological map of the moon. Well, that's interesting. Maybe we can, can you imagine having a map of the moon on your wall with the, with pins in it? Like I've been there. <laughs> Very weird. I did not know that, um, they were even doing that, but it's done now. Maybe you can go to nasa.gov and they do have a gift shop at JPL. Maybe you could go buy a map of the moon. That would be super interesting. All right. I mean, only if you're a nerd, but (laughs) maybe not super interesting for most people. I digress. (laughs) Severe weather outbreak has occurred with tornadoes in the deep south of the United States. They've had hail and strong winds hit deep, the deep south, uh, wide portions of the deep south, they say. Um, I guess over last weekend. So they had a lot of uh, power outages, three fatalities, and this included Georgia and Florida and many other states in the south. So let's send love and light and sunshine to the southern part of the U.S., now in East Africa, in Rwanda and Burundi, they've had fatal flooding and landslides. And local media confirmed nine fatalities and 27,000 people have been affected by the, the downpours and the landslides. So let's send some love and light and sunshine to East Africa. Right when I was reading that, I felt a needle go through my arm. I'm sitting here holding my electronical device <laughs> in my tablet. And I mean, this is so strange. It's one of those ascension symptoms. And now I'm getting allergies. Another one of those ascension symptoms. I have to keep focusing on my whole body. No, the wholeness of my body. What I was talking about in the beginning. And I'm having problems with my right ear. It's it's like the um, my tympanic membrane sounds like there's a little man in there drumming on it, <laughs> like it's a drum set, and it's like a pounding sound, even though there's nothing causing it on the outside. I think that's another ascension symptom. Is the the um, tinnitus has changed a little bit. Now it's lower. It's a lower. Um, booming sort of sound I'm getting before a couple weeks ago was very high pitched 
and several tones at once. Now it's like a lower booming sound. So <sighs> yay for the tinnitus. All right. Now this is not good. Afghanistan, man, there's nothing good going on in Afghanistan lately. Severe flooding has threatened millions of people in Afghanistan. 600 homes have already been destroyed. 3,000 more homes have been damaged. The authorities have warned that 7 million people or more are still at risk. Due to severe flooding, 56 people have already died from this. Let's send some love and light sunshine and the energy of cool calm clear heads in Afghanistan by the way there's still war-ish activity going on over there now more than a month's worth of rain hit New Caledonia in six hours dangerous flash flooding happened with landslides accompanied by heavy rain in the I am not going to be able to say this right Hienkeni commune in the north province they got 7.9 inches of rain in 6 hours and this is more than the the country's average rainfall for a month in 6 hours crazy Historic drought in Chile, meanwhile. So yeah, let's send sunshine to New Caledonia. And let's send some water Chile's way. Ten years of drought in Chile. This is the country's longest dry spell on record. Since 1915, when the records were being first recorded. So... That's crazy. Ten years in Chile. Just make sure you skip over the Nazca part of Peru. (laughs) Don't imagine any rain there or we're going to lose the Nazca lines. They haven't had rain in like a thousand years over there. Don't send it there, but do send rain to Chile. There was a a big tornado in Mississippi. It was an EF4. The fourth EF4, by the way, in this year of 2020 when the fourth month and they've had four EF4s there's a lot of fours this is the most fatal tornado since the year 2012 this is the third violent tornado in this area within a week holy man oh I'm telling you Mississippi is not a place to be living right now If you are in Mississippi, my God, I'm sending you guys a lot of love and light right now. A lot of energy to just, we need to give them energy to that energy of let's get back up and dust ourselves off and start all over again. That kind of energy, that, that fortuitous spirit that is so prevalent in humankind. We need to send a lot of love and light to Mississippi right now. Holy man. I mean, it just looks like it's just absolutely devastated. It just looks like a white sheet in this picture. It's like, it's like, a, it's, it looks like a, um, 
I don't even know what. Maybe it's a driveway. It looks like a white sheet with a bunch of debris thrown on it. And it's somebody's house. Oh, my God. Let's just send a lot of love to Mississippi. Man, four tornadoes that big. Man, it just struck over the weekend last weekend. Aiden has been declared a disaster area after catastrophic flooding killed 10 people in Yemen. This is a port city, Aden. And they uh, had five inches of rain in 24 hours, which is a lot for that area. Usually they will receive 0.19 inches of rain in the month of April. And they got five inches of rain. So that's caused because the ground is not used to receiving the rain. It doesn't soak it up. It's just very, very dry. So when it rains like that, obviously flooding occurs. So crazy, crazy. Um, We have four new um, volcanoes that have started up. New activity or unrest for four brand new volcanoes this week. In addition to 15 volcanoes that were already erupting or had some activity. So that brings us up to 19 for the week. And it is normal to have 21 volcanoes active on the planet at any one given time. So we're okay. We're all right with that. Now... Again, with the tornadoes in Oklahoma, Texas, and Louisiana, they've had destructive tornadoes. Seven people have um, died, and dozens have been injured. Obviously, businesses, cars, and homes have been destroyed. 150,000 people have lost their power. So, man... This is the last thing that people need in the middle of a global pandemic. All these tornadoes. This is crazy. I mean, I don't think there's usually this many. If I'm wrong, let me know. But it just feels like it's a little bit more than normal. Especially the F4s. Four F4s in a month? Like, that's crazy. Intense storm in Angola happened in Luanda. 24 people are dead or missing. Hundreds are homeless now because of, yeah, yeah, 113 families are homeless. Um, 13 people are missing, 11 people are dead, basically. Because of the flood, uh, lots of rain in the Kambamba River, Kambaba, I'm sorry, Kambaba River, broke its banks and it um, sent the flood water throughout Angola. So let's send them some love and light and sunshine. I don't know what to do for tornadoes. You can't really send them sun. Can you? Maybe. I mean, I've been in sunny days when a tornado came ripping through Minnesota. You know, calm energy? I don't know how to stop a tornado. Just send calm energy, I suppose, to all the tornado places. Now, there were intense hailstorms that have destroyed now hundreds of homes in Nagaland, India. They got two inch 
big or in diameter hail five centimeters across it lashed out at several villages in the district of Kefire in Nagaland northeast India damaged and destroyed more than 500 homes so let's send some love light and sunshine to India Um, there's a brand new asteroid that will uh, fly by Earth at a distance of 0.66 lunar distances. Basically, um, 157,095 miles or 252,820 kilometers. And that will be, well, that already happened yesterday. <laughs> I guess we're okay. Um, <laughs> this is the 31st asteroid that flew by Earth within one lunar distance since the start of the year. It's getting real, man. (laughs) All right. Uh, Again, with the widespread flooding now in East Africa, they got more than six months worth of rain in just several hours in Djibouti. (sighs) I know what that sounds like. (laughs) Just... Oh my god. Okay. I hope you can read my mind. I'm not going to say it out loud, but oh my god. Widespread flash flooding occurred from intense rains in the city of Djibouti and its suburb Balbala. Caused eight fatalities and affected 110,000 people. And they got three inches of rain in a few hours. It's weird. It's not much rain, but it's because they're not used to it. Like the rain, the ground is not used to it. So sends light and love and sunshine to East Africa. Marine scientists at the University of Southern Florida have concluded the first Gulf of Mexico-wide survey of oil pollution 10 years after the Deepwater Horizon disaster, the largest marine oil spill in the history of the petroleum industry. Wow, that was from April 20th, 2010. That's pretty much 10 years ago to almost the day that my divorce was finalized. So... I didn't have a TV at the time, and I didn't really pay attention. I had no idea this even happened. The Deepwater Horizon disaster. Well, if you want to read more about it, what they discovered, um, it's on watchers.news. That's weird. I didn't even know that even happened. (laughs) It's so weird. Maybe I was on a different timeline. It didn't happen on my timeline, maybe. Study helps to explain why solar wind is hotter than expected when it reaches Earth. That's very interesting. A physicist from the University of Wisconsin-Madison have explained why the solar wind's temperature becomes 10 times larger than expected when it reaches Earth. The temperature is 10 times larger. Wow. Yeah, I thought it would, like, cool off a little bit. That's a really beautiful picture if you want to see it. It's, um, looks like it's taken from the International Space Station looking down when solar winds hit the Earth. Ugh, 
that would be an incredible um, movie to see if, if like they could speed it up just to see the Aurora Borealis from the International Space Station. I wonder if they've done anything like that yet. I've seen still photos, but to see a movie of it would be cool. All right, if you want to read about why solar wind is hotter when expected than expected when it reaches Earth, um, the scientific study is right here on Watchers.News, right now on page one. The first interstellar asteroid population has been discovered. Um, population of what? A new study has identified the first known permanent set of asteroids originating from outside our solar system. These are believed to have been captured from other stars billions of years ago, orbiting the sun in disguise ever since. Interesting. All right, well, you can read up on that if you want. Severe thunderstorms have hit northern Vietnam, damaging 6,000 homes and killing three people. And they're having massive pieces of hail. You could go see the picture of someone holding this, these huge pieces of hail. So, again, with the sunshine, let's send that over to Vietnam. All right, after looking for odd, strange, or weird news for you guys, I found a few things. In Minnesota, there was a police officer that was called out to wrangle a loose dog. And when he got this dog rescued, it turned out to be a very rare white fox instead. Adorable, this thing is. A lot of animal news this this week, Uh, according to the UPI.com. We've got a Tegu monitor lizard that was captured after months on the loose in Texas. There was a, an escaped steer that ran through an Idaho city. Shows him uh, merging into the uh, fast lane in traffic. <laughs> a large alligator ransacked a South Carolina family's yard. So that looks like a lot of fun. That's a huge gator, man. You should see this picture. UPI.com forward slash odd news. Now, a hotel worker did run a full marathon throughout the halls because he's looking for a Guinness World Record recognition. She ran the length of a full marathon through the halls of the closed business, probably because coronavirus won't allow her to go outside. This one is a really bizarre one, and I don't even know why, but this woman in Nigeria gave birth to twins, and she was 68 years old. She had three IVF procedures that were unsuccessful. This one finally gave her the success she was seeking, but something really odd about this. She's 68. She was still having her periods at the age of 68. What? I just, I'm so confused by this, but I guess she and her husband had been trying to give birth for a long, 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 long time clearly and well they they did it so god bless them and god bless her twins she looks so happy she said she always believed god would give her what she wanted and well she's right so a delaware woman said doing a favor for her neighbor 
paid off when she ended up buying a lottery ticket. I guess she went to go buy one for her neighbor and bought one for herself. And she won a quarter of a million dollars, so good for her. Uh, lots of animal things. Snakes have been popping out of nowhere. Uh, a snake popped out. It pops out of a car hood at a Georgia bank drive through <laughs> I guess this person was going through the bank drive through and looked, and here comes a snake coming up through the hood. I th- think it's just because we're, we're not outside, and now the snakes have decided, well, it's time to take over. We also, here in Ecuador, we did have a weird news story. Um, there's these kind of spiders that live on the banks of the river and then when they go to mate they climb up the trees and they mate and then they I guess the babies grow and as they're growing they come down out of the trees and they have these they do these long um, filaments I guess that they hang from and then the wind kind of breaks it off from the tree and then they allow the wind to carry them so they're called a wind spider and they're enormous. They're like four inches across. And they reported this in the newspaper. And some of the expats said, no, I've seen these spiders. I saw a couple in the park. They are terrifying. They're bigger and scarier <laughs> than what the picture shows. And because there's no one going out, there's no one walking along the river because the spiders are shy. And now they're just mating in droves, and apparently they're everywhere. (laughs) I am terrified to go outside now. And apparently they live in these eucalyptus trees that are across the street from where I live. And it's absolutely terrifying. (laughs) But I guess these spiders, they're just, they're everywhere now. Usually, I guess people probably don't see them. They blend in and people walk on them. And now that there's so many, there's so many less there's less people, more spiders. So nature is just filling in where we just don't exist anymore. In an Oregon skate park, firefighters had to rescue a raccoon. In Australia, a dog gave birth to 21 puppies. I just can't even with that. Um, well, a snake was removed from inside a family's toilet. In Britain what the hell I just okay a London man is attempting to clap for 24 hours straight to applaud healthcare workers and trying to raise money for the NHS the weirdest news I've seen so far today uh, is Donald Trump has suggested that people inject themselves with disinfectant to get rid of the virus. What a moron. Dolphins have been glowing in California recently. A boat traveling off the California coast encountered unusual side effects of bioluminescent waves. And that is that the dolphins have been Glowing, It's actually beautiful. It looks like art. You could go to upi.com to check this out. And a Florida officer finally pulled an alligator from beneath a parked car. 
And of course the reptile was hissing and (laughs) I love that man. I would love to have been there watching that. There have been a lot of animals wandering around. A donkey has been wandering around. I don't even know what city this is. I I want to say it was Arkansas, but I'm not sure. An Arkansas family decided to put up a plastic hug blanket so when their friends come over, they could put their arms through this plastic and hug their friends. (laughs) And this has gone viral because coronavirus is also gone viral as well. (laughs) An elephant was rescued from an agricultural well in India. Yeah, the animals are getting in all kinds of trouble. A pelican managed to escape a Scottish zoo thanks to a gust of wind. And an elk was rescued from an old mine shaft in Colorado. And there was a close call with a venomous snake caught on camera if you want to see that. I know I actually don't want to see that. So that was from UPI. And there's some strange things coming out of Ripley's Believe It or Not. So we're going to go to that in a minute. Um, A woman did give herself a very strange fake tan makeover because she was bored. And so she has striped herself. Now she looks like she comes out of a Dr. Seuss book. This is according to the mirror.co.uk. Very very weird um <laughs> I, I don't I don't know according to the mirror a nursery school teacher tried to have a virtual story time for her students while they were still <clears throat> in lockdown and this was pretty much ruined by raunchy horses in the background who decided to get it on <laughs> She wanted to do this in front of horses because what a beautiful scene for the children to see. And they got more than they bargained for. Apparently a dad has convinced his kids that school is going to reopen and it will be for seven days a week with a genius fake letter (laughs) he wrote to trick them. (laughs) During the lockdown, I guess he just wanted to get creative and also annoy his children apparently (laughs) a man was sick of his partner nagging about the lack of a bath in their home so he turned his dump truck into a jacuzzi for her by putting in bubbles and hot water and got her a glass of wine and she was loving life (laughs) it's hilarious you could go see these stories and more Excuse me, on mirror.co.uk. Now there's a story about Kentucky, and I always love stories coming out of Kentucky. A mayor in Kentucky from Bowling Green said he found a woman hiding in a cellar. Mayor Bruce Wilkerson said he found the woman Wednesday morning after he heard some noises and he smelled cigarette smoke outside a home that he was renovating, according to... WNKY TV. He went and checked his cellar. He told Bowling Green police he found traces of blood on the cellar's doors and a bag of women's leggings. Thank God it didn't say legs. Wilkerson saw the woman when he went back to the cellar a second time. 
after the electricity in his house had gone out, according to the Bowling Green Daily News. He said a young woman with dark hair told him she was hiding from someone before she ran away into the street. The mayor said he doesn't know when the woman started to live in a cellar, but noted she did not steal anything from the house. He just wanted to let people know about the report before a story would come out that I had a lady locked up in my cellar. (laughs) Oh my. Uh, They did not have a suspect at the time this story was written just this week. So very, very strange. Okay. According to... An article written today for Ripley's.com, of Ripley's, believe it or not. Uh, Since the battle began with a bun of hair, perhaps the Yorkshire Museum would like to add to the Ripley's 100-pound human hairball. Oh, my God, is that ever disgusting. (laughs) Okay, I don't know. North England's Yorkshire Museum challenged the curatorial world on Twitter this past week, daring rival museums to tweet the creepiest object in their collection. Oh, good God. From the burial burial of a Roman female, now... Oh, I'm sorry. I skipped a line. The museum kicked off the competition with a photo of a 3rd or 4th century hair bun with the bobby pins intact from the burial of a Roman female. There we go. Now we'd be totally remiss if we did not jump in on the action. Ripley shared the severed head of Peter Curtin, the vampire of Dusseldorf, and solicited additions to our human hairball. Oh, gross. (laughs) Yuck. Many have been left with nightmares thanks to Yorkshire's museum's thread, but it's just another day in the office for Ripley's Believe It or Not. So you could go check these out. There's um, a brand new species of green pit viper. Beautiful, beautiful snake. If you want to go check it out, they say it's a new member in the Slytherin house. I guess they found it in India. And (laughs) okay, there we go. Um, That's it for today. We don't have a whole lot more. I'll try to have some more good news or funny news next week on Friday, of course. Wow, there's some Spider-Man pasta. That's a wild picture. And there's still this, the British big cat debate is going on. Is this a muscular house cat or is it actually uh, like a cougar, like a puma? It looks like a puma, but it also looks like a house cat. And people are still having this debate in Cumbria in the countryside I mean it does it looks like it looks like a puma but it also could just be a very large house cat (laughs) anyway I hope you guys had a wonderful week and I wish you all a wonderful weekend thank you so much for listening and having faith in me and always tuning in I have a lot of longtime listeners and I want to thank you it's been long. I mean, it's been, what, a year and three months already, and we're, we're doing it. I, you know, I've been very much keeping up with the show, and you have been keeping up with being my listeners. And I wanted to thank you. I wanted to tell each and every one of you that I love you, and, I, and I'm so grateful to have you 
on board with Metaphysical Soul Speak, the podcast. If you believe that I should be nominated for a People's Choice Awards, please mark it in your calendar for July 1st because I would love to at least be nominated. And mark your calendars. I'll tell you more in July where you can go and vote for the podcast. So that's it. That's all she wrote for the whole week. I will be back on Monday with all unique and original programming, just like always. I am done with the Spirits book, and I don't know what I'm going to do on Monday. I've got the whole weekend to decide. Maybe it'll be a special poetry night and then start a new book the following week. Or maybe I'll start a brand new book on Monday. I don't really know yet. But we shall see. I hope you have a wonderful weekend and I hope that wherever and whenever you are, you're able to soon, soon, soon get out of quarantine. I am so excited that they're going to stop it on May 4th. Oh my God. (laughs) I'm going to be dreaming about that all night. That news came down right before I started recording the show. So (laughs) yay, I will see the sun again. There is light at the end of this dark apartment, which we're going to start calling the tunnel any day now. I just know it. Anyway, that's it, guys. I'm going to go. I'll be back on Monday. Have a lovely weekend. Just know there's always light at the end of the tunnel. I'm signing off now with peace and joy and the high vibes of the Holy Fifth Dimension. Until next time, guys. Peace. Metaphysical Soul Speak is run on sponsors and listener support. This means listeners like you. If you are so inclined to support my efforts and my little podcast, please visit me at anchor.fm forward slash metaphysical and pledge an amount of your choosing today. Thank you.